the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School 510, where real talk is our vernacular. Jared, Jared hasn't texted me in two and a half years. <laughs> I don't believe that you actually going to text me back, Jared. So I need an answer, man. I'll demo you $10. You just got to let me know if we're doing this or not. Uh, I got to talk to Gabe because he, he he texted mm. me a minute ago. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. <laughs> <laughs> he might, I got I to balance out the deals. He, he might be Are offering a better deal. He's playing best offers, guys. He's playing best offers. Bro, we've been, we, I've been talking to you for almost three hours right now, bro. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, man. He playing Bass Office and Darius Young. He's trying to tell the service, man. And he chose it. He had to just there like Jerry Jones. No he building the brand. In this world. There's no good people left. He built the brand. And Darius, he building the brand like Jerry Jones, his idol. Now Gabe is in the mix. What the fuck is that? How did Gabe get in the mix? Jared's by far one of the most useless humans in the history. <laughs> Jared, can I, play, can I play in the league, bro? Can I just get a vote to tournament, Tim? I, you know what? Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not tripping, but at the same time, I'm already mad that they already tried to raise the price on this motherfucking league. Well, here we go. I, how, much, how much was it? It was, Man, it, it was, was $20. We were originally saying we are going to do it. It raised it to $25. All right, Jared, I'll give you $5 to give me a yes vote. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Are you want to be Are you want to be my co-manager since Gabe, Gabe was flaking on me? Oh, that's Dude, Dude I, honestly, I honestly would murder you before I'd be your co-manager. Hey, hey Adaris, that, that would piss off Tim more, to be honest, because, look, he always gets upset at Jared's manager. He's like, you know what? Every year he he says, like when Jared was in the playoffs for basketball last year, he said, I want anybody to win it but Jared. So if you co-manage with Jared, right, Adarius, that that'll be a double whammy at Tim. <laughs> He's so bad. To be honest with you, Jared would have to pay me $25 to be a co-manager with him. <laughs> I guess we don't have a deal then. <laughs> co-managing with Jared seems nice. Todd loves it for basketball. He said Jared talks to you, talk. I co-managed once with Jared for football. We went Aaron, all the way to the finals you, and lost. Aaron, Aaron, do you honestly think I'd get any decision rights? Uh, not in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, not when when, when will it when will it come? When will it come, Aaron? Not never, uh, nigga. I mean, we we co-managed together. He was all right. He was all right. That was so great. What am I allowed to do? I knew it. Oh, she all right. What am I allowed to? Do as a co-manager. Same power. Okay, well, allowed to do as co-manager. Um, stay out of the, my way so I can win this title. See, see this is shit I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you whether or not you how you feel. I'll say how you feel about this guy or that guy. What do you think about this? And then I'll take in consideration what you think, and then, <laughs> and then we'll <laughs> consider making a mutual decision. All right, all right. Well, for that, nigga, listen, I'll pay you $5 to be a co-manager, and I want half of the winners. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, because... Yeah. How about this, how about this, how about this? Do you do half of the response? 
it's not it's not my fault you're not going to give me half of the responsibilities. But as a co-manager, I am allotted half of the winnings. Uh, I'll give you a third of the winnings for $5 in. No, nigga. You would have to give me half. I'm your co-manager. I'd give you. All right. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. New new deal. New deal. New deal. New deal. Mm-hmm. I, I put up the manager fees. You be my co-manager. <laughs> new deal nigga. i gotta i gotta hold my spot in this league i can't be no uh, i can't be no side piece manager i mean it's it's the same niggas my bike is your bike nigga. we both can ride it dude this is all good i put up all the managerial fees it's my team you could be co-manager, and that's gonna that's gonna tip, tip uh, piss Tim off even more if he found out I was the lead manager and then you came in as my co-manager. Oh, that's <laughs> oh he's gonna hate everything a part of his life. So just think about it. I'll consider it. I'll consider it. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it real quick. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score Five One Zero podcast. You can catch us at High Score Five One Zero on the Instagram, the YouTube, and the Twitter. We are also on Patreon. Be sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash highscore510. And if you sign up, we got a couple spots left to be in our prize league. Ben Franklin is the prize. If you win, if you are one of our patrons, you will be automatically entered. The draft is in a little over a week or, yeah, yeah. whenever this comes out, it's going to be soon. And we are here with... Uh, This is AG3 coming at you. Coming at you faster than... uh... Then, then so I don't know how fast it's going. I'm tired as hell. I fell asleep at three. I ain't coming at you fast at all tonight. I'm tired. <laughs> Here's your sound by Aaron. Uh, how the heck can Joe Biden call America first conservative a threat to democracy with a straight face and a dry diaper? He's the one who has allowed millions to invade our southern border. He's the one who is robbing hardworking Americans to pay for Karen's daughter's degree in lesbian dance theory. So let me get this. Let me get this. She wants him to have a wet diaper. <laughs> Look, I never said that I would bone her for her brains, Jared. Never said I would hook up with her for her brains. Uh, In fact, she... the more stupid she is, the more she, I don't know what it is about her. She just, something about that Bobert, man. Something about that boom, boom, Bobert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. I get that race play that I've been with. You know, she just makes me feel like I get the race play. And yeah, it really will be play. It will be race play. Not yeah. like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who she would do the race play, but she means it. Ain't no play behind it. <laughs> no, she's racist. We need to be the party of nationalism. And I'm a Christian and I say it proudly. We should be Christian nationalists. She's going to treat you like she's going to make you uh, teach you how to squeal. Exactly. Um, she's going to say, hey, let's, let's role play with slaves versus plantation owners. <laughs> I just wanted you to say a couple of things, not go that far. Nigga this, nigga that, nigga please. Bitch nigga, nigga, have you lost your mind? Nigga, check that hoe. Nigga, you bullshitting. Break yourself, nigga. He says it so much, I don't even notice it anymore. And we are here with... Hello, everyone. It's everybody's favorite truck driver and friendly Captain, Captain Pete Hunt. Coming at you like those redacted documents in that Mar-a-Lago are redacted. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Shout out to uh, Mar-a-Lago being the most secure off-site White House there is. Most Uh, secure place for all kind of war documents and nuclear documents. (laughs) And we are here with 
Uh, what's up? It's Adarius, uh, aka Fuck Jared. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> Good morning. Are you prepared for Jehovah's return? Because if you're not, I have a pamphlet for that. Well, fuck you. And my name is Jared, aka DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. And I don't know, I just put something in here. Uh... Jack, that's a gun. Jack, what are you doing with a gun? I'm in the army, remember? Jack, Mama's right, they're gonna kill you. Yeah, well, Mr. Big is gonna pay. And if I see those little Evan midgets, they ass is mine. Let's get to some news. In news this week, a Missouri school district has passed a bill that will reinstate corporal punishment. Well, punishment by being paddled. Students can now be paddled. Parents can opt in or opt out of this being an option for their child's punishment. What do you guys think about that? Can I opt in for my child just to watch? Like he don't need to get hit, but he might be able to learn a lesson. Well, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, can I opt in to have them make them watch? But also they don't know whether we've opted in or out. So they just have to be like, I hope my parents opted out when I watch this other kid get his ass beat. <laughs> can I opt in for them yelling, beat that, beat, beat, beat that nigga. Beat that nigga ass. Beat that nigga ass. <laughs> I, I want my kids to be able to say racist stuff while watching it. <laughs> Hit him like a slave. Come on, everybody join in. Use your powerful hand. Let's whoop this nigga ass. Repeat after me the holy phrase. Nigga, get your black ass out of here. In other news, FN Mecca became the first artificial intelligence AI rapper to be signed by Capitol Records, a major label, guys. Um, however, sadly, major backlash caused them to cut ties with FN Mecca, the artificially intelligent rapper, and apologize for cultural insensitivity to the black community. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, if they wanted, if they wanted a black dude that's in blackface, yes, a Boston, and just just really bringing down the culture, they could have just signed Blueface. We's moving, Mr. Boss man. We's moving. Move, boy. <laughs> they, 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 uh, they, they brought in uh, FM Mecca on FM Mecca on a uh, Zoom call, and he said this: "You was looking for a nigga, nigga here now." And they was like, "Oh, we got to cut ties." <laughs> mm -hmm. This white yeah. man generated this character. <laughs> he talked about. Can a nigga borrow a French fry? <laughs> <laughs> He's just uh, waiting to make some money and stuff to entertaining you Negroes. That's, you know, that's some racist shit, man. They they said it was giving a real <laughs> black person job. Yeah, no, I I um I heard that the first prototype of FN Mecca when they were trying to get him to understand rap and say things that cool Negroes would say, um, the first thing it auto-generated was this. Man, I'm thirsty. Might as well have some of this booty sweat. I got back in Denang. I mean, it was working then if you said that. <laughs> it, it was funny, though, that they're like, we realize that this is actually kind of offensive, that we're signing an artificially uh, intelligent rap artist that was created by a white dude 
but is also the person that the, the actual voice of of the rapper was a real dude who was basically the AI was creating the lyrics and then they had a black dude rapping the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, have you heard, have you heard rap lately? They had to create artificial intelligence because it's hard to find an intelligent rapper now. Hey, I'm Dina. Look at my feet. My feet are straight ahead. You don't want to do that. You want to turn your feet out and I'm going to do this backwards. And that's what makes it look like hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> This is Cash 22, man. I don't know. I don't know to be happy at this and bad at this. Yeah, I feel the same. I did feel the same way. I do feel as though uh, the woke agenda is tearing down a potentially thriving, budding young star, though, and a creative. And um, I don't know if we should censor art. I think the first thing that you need to know about hip hop, it's all about your posture. And, you know, growing up, my posture was really bad. My mom used to tell me all the time. Stand up straight, stand up straight. Well, you know what? I was standing up straight. Yeah, that's the thing. Do we censor art? Do we not? <laughs> and what's art? I mean, what, what R. Kelly did in those videos, some people might see it. You know, people like uh, Jeffrey Epstein and, and Harvey Weinstein sees, a, sees a R. Kelly as art. And Bill Clinton and Chelsea Clinton. Bill Clinton just likes sex, Pedro. Don't put him in the same category with those fools I just named. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You, you all have him protecting other Democrats. <laughs> Go ahead, you know that you nigga's in pictures with Epstein. Epstein. He's in pictures with Epstein. Like, like there's pictures of pastors and pictures with R. Kelly. It don't mean there was in videos with fifteen year old girls. No, that was in the videos with the fifteen year old boys. <laughs> I said pastors, not oh, not, not oh uh, my bad. <laughs> Pastor priest, you never know. Um, no, no, there's just no, the, the, pre the preacher. Pastor, yeah. The preachers was just in the bed with your wife. Yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> that's what I was saying. They could get married and, and get all the free wing dinners they can in. Uh, Darius, how do you feel as, you know, you, you've, you're you a musician, you've done hip-hop music. As somebody who has a background in producing music and as an artist, uh, were you put off by, you know, Capitol Records signing an AI rapper? No, not at all. I mean, to Aaron's point, I think they've already signed, like, four of them. Um they they already exist. I think Little Pump was definitely one of them. <laughs> I mean, there has to be like five people. There's so many rappers who get on because like they're a cousin or a friend of a famous rapper, and then that famous rapper becomes like their writer, and so that's basically AR. I mean, that's you. You, you got a ghostwriter, you got a stylist, you got somebody who does all your marketing. All you do is smoke weed and portray an image, um, and hold money to your ear. You basically on autopilot. <laughs> you, autopilot. Everything he said, I, it's funny, Adars. I see like five rappers do that this very week, dude. You are a hundred. Hold the money to the ear and flip it. Yeah, so I mean, at that point, like, yeah, these niggas are already on, on autopilot. So, yeah, I would say that he just got caught up because they are so blatant about it. If they would have just used the nigga who was rapping the lyrics as the face of the nigga, then they would have been, they would have been good. So what you're essentially saying is this. Niggas tried to rob Pump. Pump hit him with that do 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 fa 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 fa. Police was called. There was no evidence of anything. So shit, I guess it took a man for him shooting. You know, I don't know. Free little Pump. Yeah, do do fa fa. Do 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 fa fa free free FM Mecca. Hey, did you see Little Pump in Japan this past week? No, I don't. I he don't like think. took off his shirt, raised his hands. He was in the middle of like Tokyo, in the busy square. And no one knew who the hell he was. <laughs> and then before the night was over, he found two people that knew he was. One of them had like his famous saying, whatever it is, something stupid on tattooed on him. 
mm-hmm. and one other person. He's like, man, somebody, Japan, Japan got love for me. It was only two people, dude. Somebody got, somebody got, it's get it. That's what it was. It said, it's get it real big going across uh, this like oblique. No one knew who he was. It was like, man, these people don't know me. No one knew who the fuck Luigi <laughs> no, was. No, 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 no. Jeez, Paige, no, no Pedro would have got more attention. If Lil Pump crossed me right now, I wouldn't know who he was. <laughs> hey, Pedro, if Lil Pump passed you right now, you think he's a lot lizard. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, uh uh, Lil Pump can show up to Pedro and say this, and he wouldn't know the difference. It's that boy chatting up. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, shout out to FM Mecca. Come on our show. Um, we'd love to interview you and see how things are going for you. And is this going to curtail your creative process? So uh, let us know. And uh, and uh, we'd love to do some food reviews with you also. Gucci Maybe, gang, uh... Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do it, Jared. Pedro, as our resident uh, pastor of regular sex, is vacation sex meant to be regular or irregular? According to this young lady on the Maha Coochie and Skidmarks podcast. Good Lord, what a name. <laughs> what? What a name. Wow. Maybe that's okay. the name of the episode. But uh, okay. from the Horrible Pod, uh, they speak about vacation sex. I love vacation sex. You just get nastier. If you do anal, you had a little dookie on your sheet, but you'll just sleep in it. You're just like, <laughs> I'm serious in the hotel. You're not about to get up and be like, can somebody come change these sheets? Why not? Are you serious? I'm going to lay with the cum, but not with the shit. It's still bodily fluids, but it's a different fluid. <laughs> that's carrying bacteria. It's not a it's dookie a log, you guys. It's a skin <laughs> mark. God damn, it's just a little slice of dookie on the sheet. That's a nasty bitch right there. That's the best way I can put it. That's me being PC. This, That's me being PC. That's a nasty what the, bitch. What right the fuck there. is a slice of dookie? <laughs> a slice of dookie. You know what that is, Adaris? That means she in one of those new houses with those small toilets and she got to chop up her deuces before they go flush it. Pedro, is vacation sex meant to be regular or irregular? Well, usually when I had vacation sex, uh, I would go in four positions, but still one home. <laughs> um, what they're talking about here is just discussing. This will make you go to church. This will make you stop backsliding. This is my whole explanation. This is a perfect video. If, if I was to talk about irregular sex, and you would be like, what is that? You would show this video. Because this is, like Aaron said, this girl is just full out nasty. I believe, um, I don't know, y'all can tell me, I think when you have anal sex, don't y'all prepare for anal sex? Ain't the girl clean before y'all have anal sex? You know, Obviously, she don't. She on vacation. She ain't got time to go get uh, uh, was it enema? <laughs> you get your at home enema. At home if, enema it takes less you, than ten minutes. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm like all the porn. Like if you listen to porn stars when they said before their scenes or whatever, they clean themselves out. Make, exactly. What are you talking about? First, dude is nasty and he doesn't know Jesus. She's the kind of girl that when you go over her house, you ask her a lot of incense ahead of time. <laughs> Hey, can you light like three incenses before I come over there? This, this is proof that black men will have sex with anything. <laughs> Damn, how you know it's a black dude? 
like if 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 your if your dookie come out in a slice, like in slice form, that means you got a sharp butt. <laughs> That means some butthole got some crazy ridges and crevices. That sounds crazy. That sounds like a Ginsu. Uh, she got a Ginsu sphincter. <laughs> she got an irregular turd cutter. Shout out to <laughs> Ernest. Her booty hole got one of them things that they got at the airport uh, car return. Go in, it's all good. But if you backed up, you could sever the shit out of your tires. I mean, I was with her on the I was with her on the hotel sex being usually it is a little nastier. Right. Yeah. You ever notice yeah. like, you know, even if you yeah. had like when I had like the prissiest of girlfriends, we go in the hotel and she let me act like, you know, she's a rental car. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how you do rental cars, you drive them shits hard, man. You up all the AC. Oh, that's why this nigga don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> no, nah, man. Up the hotel sex, they start asking for more hotel sex. They know they letting you get a little. Yeah, any any story, some female females always talk about wholesale sex being an ass. I had a friend actually post on Facebook. There's a meme that says, "Take me on vacation and bend me over the balcony." That's regular. You can be Christian and still want to have sex, Pedro. Even if you marry, you can still have sex. If God didn't say, "Don't covet your own wife." Yes, he did. He said, "It said in the Bible." Ye shall close the bedroom door. I shall not know what goes on in there. It didn't say shit about that. <laughs> Adam and Eve was fucking out in public. Yeah, God, God, God can see in your bedroom. Man. Some some plaster walls made by a contractor named Steve Logan. It's not gonna stop God from seeing what's going on in that bedroom. <laughs> I don't believe that. I think Jesus closed. I it's think like, God closes. Every door. contractor that builds a home is, is an ordained <clears throat> minister that does a, a sage scrub and spritz holy water on all six walls to keep you from, from anybody, even the, the God, God Almighty, from seeing in there. Pedro got a Faraday cage in his bedroom. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Faraday cage. <laughs> right. Well, even when I do, I uh, tell Lord, hey, Jesus, I know you made one hole for reproduction only. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, take me on vacation, bend me over the balcony, and do one hole. Maybe that's what she meant. That's the, that's the subtext of it. And the fine print said, and only one hole. <laughs> you can do that, Pedro. <laughs> yeah, anything, I've, anything I've ever gotten in a slice form, <laughs> like anything I've ever received in slice form, it that means there's more. <laughs> there's it something got- left. A lot more where, where the other pieces of slices go. Where the fuck is the rest of Duke? You've only you've only presented a slice. This, where is where is it? Let me tell you what happened, Adaris. They went out, they ate, they had some drinks, had a good time, maybe danced a little bit, or a long walk back to the hotel room. We usually have to take a deuce. So this nasty nigga, whoever this nasty is, like, let me go straight to the butthole. Pedro, Pedro, I've never, I've never been able to ever in my life control the form of my dookie. She is telling you that her asshole is basically Tetris. It, the next thing that's going to come out is a shape that I know is going to be a slice no. of dookie. Well, no, that's what, that's what she's saying. She, the, the man produced the slice of dookie. He, he insert, sliced up a piece of, uh, I guess it was able to move around in her anal cavity, slice Piece of dookie, slid it on out, and it's on the seats. The motherfucker got a, he got a pate <laughs> spreader. That nigga got a letter opener. In sports news, Pat Bev is now a Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Laker. 
Is this the end of Russell Westbrook in LA now that Pat Bev is there, or can they coexist? No, no one could coexist with Westbrook, man. <laughs> See, the thing <laughs> about the one I think you get Patrick Beverly is that he don't take anything personal, and then when he joins your team, you his teammate, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna do the same shitty ass antics that he do because he's not that great of a player against every other team. Yeah, Thomas right. Westbrook ain't the kind of motherfucker that forgives and forgets. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. All right, since they're both aging and and very mediocre players who only are reasonably good at one thing because they put all their energy into it, who you taking, Pat Bev, or PJ Tucker? Tucker. Okay. What about you, Pedro? PJ Tucker. Darius, how about you, PJ Tucker or Pat Bev? I'm taking PJ Tucker. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. PJ Tucker and his ability to slide. Uh, what is half of 94? Um, 47, on, 47 feet across the floor trying to sell a fl- sell a sell a charge. I'll take Wait, him. Sell a charge. A lot of people sell charge. Maybe not as exaggerated as he did in that one moment. But yeah. the one thing I give PJ Tucker is that he could fit in. He could guard more people than. Yeah, that's the only reason why I would take him because, like you said, he can guard basically one through four. Pat's going to give you one, two, three, maybe two. Maybe just He's one or not- two. I don't, well, I don't know if he can guard a one. Well, I don't know if he can guard a one because he's going to go right by him. He can get physical with the one, especially an older one. But guarding a three, if it's a big three, no. Yeah, there's a skilled three. They'll just shoot over him. Um, all right. Uh, who are you taking, PJ Tucker or Pat Bev, if you got to fight an unruly fan in the stands? Uh, if I got to fight an unruly fan in the stands, is uh, Charles Barkley still available? No, no, Pat Bev or PJ Tucker. Who you who you taking in a in a fight in the stands with you? Well, have one either one of them fought in the stands? No, but it's just saying who would you whose whose energy would you rather have? Uh shit. I don't know, man. You keep you 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 picking motherfuckers that I don't want to be in a fight with. I want I want to go with Ron Artest or Steven Jackson. And you 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 <laughs> Well, you giving me fucking Reggie Miller, man. Like, no, I ain't going to stand well, with Reggie there Miller. Was, oh there God. was like it was like stack jack. Or Reggie Miller, who would you rather have going to stand? That's an fight easy question, you? of course. Exactly. Well, this one, well, this one's a little harder because you got both dudes who are tryhards defensively um, and bring a lot fighters. of grit. They ain't the type to fight people, though, Jared. Look, look, I ain't gonna call up. I'm not gonna go call up Sam Johnson when I need to roll out on somebody. <laughs> so you're having me compare two people that ain't gonna scrap. And man, pick one. Well, I gotta pick one of these. Oh, Pat Bev gets everybody. If you say Charles Oakley or Stephen Jackson, good. That's a good question. Right now, you have me taking two fools. I was like, hey, man, hey, who you going to Man, you involved in a father-son three-point contest, and you could bring anybody you want as long as they older than you. You bring in Shaq or or or, or Bill Russell. Ain't neither one right now, dude. Well, well Bill Russell, Bill Russell, that ain't going to work. Uh, first of all, <laughs> second of all, um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to make a little pick. So I think y'all thinking about it backwards, man. I'm thinking about the nigga who's going to get the most attention and get it off of my back so I could dip on out on that nigga. I'm going to have to choose Pat Bev because a lot of people would want to stump the fuck out of Pat Bev. <laughs> and that means I could just dip out while that nigga getting his ass beat. So less pressure on me. Pat Bev getting stumped out. Niggas ain't trying to stump out PJ Tucker. He all talking about please, 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 no, please. So I'm going to go with Pat Bev, man. He's going to say one too many things. The whole crowd going to beat his little ass. And I'm out. All right, last one then, last one. Who would you rather have if you needed for some rule, there's a rule exemption that you needed to have a player for um, inept offensive ability? Who would you take, Pat Bev or P.J. Tucker? Offensive ability? Oh, wait a minute. Say that again? 
They you need a player that has the least offensive ability and is inept offensively. Who you taking, PJ Tucker or Pat Bev? I'm so confused. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. If not being good on offense was a good thing, and you needed to fill a role on your team, this, this is like the bright question, Jerry. Just pass. <laughs> I pass. I pass. <laughs> I'm coming from Pedro with these crazy ass questions, Jared asking. Yes. Uh, it's like the bright question. I'm gonna take, uh, but I'll take PJ Tucker, man, because at least he can hit the corner three. No, no, he needs to be not good on offense. See, God damn it, Jared! <laughs> Shit, man, just ask the question straight up. <laughs> Which nigga's weaker on offense? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to, again, go P.J. Tucker, man, because uh, I think that nigga might produce something. But I will say this is the weirdest phrase question you've ever asked. <laughs> Thank you, Adonis. I don't understand what kind of question this is. All right. Well, that wraps up our Who Would You Take segment. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers admitted to playing game a uh, game while on Percocet. Recently on the Joe Rogan podcast, Percocet. He played a game on Percocet. Having had taken the Percocet for pain management, uh, he was speaking on it because he was he's upset with how easy it is to get these highly addictive drugs. Yet they don't allow players to use more natural uh, alternatives, especially when it comes to marijuana and CBD remedies. Uh, what do you guys think about Aaron Rodgers' ad- admission to? Playing while on Percocet. Well, Percocet is just a pain reliever, especially if you get it if you're getting it at a point where it's prescribed. You, yeah, you can play on it. It's like playing on Advil, just a little stronger, but it, it's not like you're thinking of like when the rappers are sitting there taking Molly and Percocet, and mixing shit, and getting that feeling. That's not happening. He was not in that place. I know Aaron Rodgers probably said it like that because he likes getting attention, right? You know, that's it. many players have played on fucking Percocet before, man. They just fucking fan of football, man. They play with broken ribs and shit. Mm-hmm. Play with shit stronger than Percocet. I guarantee you that. I'm just waiting for the league to start letting them do fentanyl. What? No, no, because Percocet isn't. Uh, yes, it could be highly addictive, but Percocet isn't like fentanyl. And it isn't. I mean, it's still not a great drug to be on for a long time, but it is a pain reliever. I mean, I have family that's taking Percocet before they didn't abuse it. But they've mm-hmm. taken it for back injuries and different things. They were prescribed by the doctor. That's not a big deal, man. Aaron Rodgers said that shit. And people are like, oh, man, he played a game on Percocet. No, nah, he didn't have to say. He wasn't out there looking like future when he played that game, okay? I got a theory now. That's what happened with Deshaun Watson. He was on Percocet. <laughs> he was not Molly. Molly Percocet. He was, he was on that Molly and Percocet. Pain relievers. And he accidentally jizzed on 66 people. <laughs> not jizz on 66. They only had to jizz for one person, and it was in a towel. Damn. Wait a minute. In a towel? I thought he had put it in his hand and flung it on. <laughs> See, these stories are getting worse and fucking worse, man. This is yeah, I this read, is why I some people shouldn't be giving opinions unless you read enough on shit. Yeah, yeah, right. That was your tripping, Pedro. That was the story of Bobo's, <laughs> the monkey, the, the uh, Michael Jackson's monkey, nigga. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> I heard, yeah, I heard, I read in a meme that he was jizzing in his hand and then putting it on the ice cream. <laughs> it's like, okay, Pedro. <laughs> that's, I heard that. That's why I didn't believe any of this, all that stuff that came about Deshaun Watson. I was like, he beat two cases. Somebody's lying. Two grand Come juries. On. Two grand juries. Somebody's lying. Somebody, one of these women are lying. Well, as somebody who has taken Percocet's, 
for uh, uh, surgery after surgery of my Achilles, uh, it is very addictive. I'll tell you that. And 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 it is for me like Oxycontin, Percocet, like those put me in like kind of like a loopy, not like I'm not like incoherent, but I'm definitely like in more of a kind of weird dream state where I could easily fall asleep. And it's hard for me to focus and concentrate on things. So usually when I took those, I would be going to sleep or I would go to sleep shortly after because I wasn't in a place where I wanted to be, you know, say moving around and and on that. Um, so that was usually a full serving, a partial serving, you know, like if it was bad enough, I could still function. But yeah, it was definitely not the most coherent or like most focused I could be. So I could see it being, you know, problematic, especially if he was Brett Favre and himself. And taking all the painkillers, Brett Favre. Nah, was he was on some low end pain relief shit, Jerry. You guys think this is just a cry for attention by Brett Favre? It is I mean, definitely um... a cry. You saw how he dressed before he came to camp. It's 100% a cry. The dude needs attention like I've never seen before. He needs attention like a goddamn one and a half year old baby, dude. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what his deal is. Um, I thought CBD oil is starting to be introduced in. And yeah, but the problem is CBD. No. You need a little bit more than CBD for you want some shit to be more. You need some. You need some tincture. It needs some THC. A little bit of THC okay. in it. It can't just use okay. CBD. Yeah, I thought they was using using rubs and everything with CBD oil. Well, no, mm. they could do weed now. I don't know what Jerry was saying, what what he's talking yeah. about. Natural remedy. See, that's another the Aaron Rodgers cry for help. Dude, weed's been legalized in the league for the last like since that collective bargain, dude. Yeah. It's well, like, he's saying that he did it about? before the last collective bargaining agreement. And he was critical he's full of shit, dude. Cause that was like critical four or five years ago. He's, he's just full of, the of shit. I'm tired of listening to his ass. Well, you know, Brett, you know, I mean, I keep calling Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers, he had a point though. I think he had a point. I think he was being I think he's being so he's full of shit, dude. He did not. He's talking. He's talking about shit that's legal, man. If they don't give us, let us use these more natural remedies like CBDs and the dude. They you can use the shit like Pedro said. It's perfectly legal. It's been legal for a while now, a long while. Or no, no, it's not legal. There's not testing for it in the same way, so you can't get busted for it. It's in the same legal. Way. If they're not testing, it's fucking legal, Jared. <laughs> if they stop testing for steroids, guess what? They're basically saying it's fucking legal, right? When baseball and text for steroids. It was legal, right? You can't get suspended for it because we ain't testing for it. It's legal, dude. And marijuana is legal, dude. You hear about players talking about they smoked before it was illegal, right? You had your time. You had your time to get tested. It was the same time every year. And the league, the league, it was one of those don't ask, don't tell, mm. right? Aaron Rodgers is full of shit, dude. He's full of shit. Now, you know what's funny? I've been saying this shit for years and nobody was listening to me. You, Jared, you've heard me at work say this shit about Aaron Rodgers. Remember, I would argue with Tim and I'm like, he's a shitty person. Years, Pedro. I said this years ago. This oh, dude's a me. shitty individual and no one wants to listen to me. Oh, he's from Cal, but he's from out here, Aaron. But he went to Cal, Aaron. Aaron, you went to Cal. How can you not like him? He's a shitty person. That's why I don't like him. I don't get where the fuck he came from. He's a shitty person, and now only lately has been coming out how much of an asshole he is. He's mm. such an asshole, he make people who are kind of like shitty people look good, like Danica Patrick and, and fucking Olivia Mutt. <laughs> and he that's the best thing to happen to their lives is by dating his shitty ass. Because we forget how much of a rude person yeah. you are, or a bitch. We're like, hey, you know what? You didn't deserve that. Yeah, Danica Patrick was an asshole. Yeah, she can go daddy fuck herself all day long, that bitch. She go daddy fuck with me all day long. 
<laughs> in other sports news, the NFL season is upon us. And uh, just want to give everyone a chance to check in and uh, give their two cents about what they're most excited about for their team this heading into the 2022 season. So who would like to go first? I'll go, I'll go first. Who is your team, by the way, Pedro? My team's the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm very excited about this year. We got a lot of excitement going on. We have uh, we have a franchise quarterback now, Kobe Brissett. Nigga, please. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna do things Baker Mayfield couldn't do, like keep the ball uh, in Cleveland's possession instead of turning it over for a pick six in the fourth quarter. Uh, hopefully now that we can we can keep the game close and let Miles Garrett do his do his work, things should be exciting. I'm excited for the season. Um, I like to see in the second half where we can go once uh, Deshaun Watson gets uh, implemented into the offense. It's, it's not going to be easy. He hasn't played football in what it'll be almost going on two years. Yep, it's not going to look pretty. And you also got to think about the stuff that's on the outside. I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't get involved with too many loose women. I hope he somehow finds God in all this and starts seeking the Lord like he did as he was doing it when he was a child. Roll back up in that Christianity. You know, some people need religion. He's one of them. You need God to do. He just told you it's done right now. What did you come here for? What did you come down here for? Tell me. To get delivered more. To get delivered. Do you believe that the Lord tonight has set you free? Yes, sir. Turn around and tell those people. Tell them. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. I'm not a pervert no more. I'm delivered. Adarius, do you have well, who is your team, Adarius, and uh, what's your what are you looking forward to most? Uh, I mean, I'm feeling like the Niners are back. Um, I took a break for a little bit. I, I was a Patriots fan for a few years, um, and, and then I was a Buccaneers fan for two. Meaning, AKA, I was a Tom Brady fan while the while the Niners figured out their lifestyle. But feeling real good about Trick or Trey. I think it's the right time to be a, a Niners a Niners fan. I don't think we're gonna make it past uh, the conference playoffs. You know, with all these new faces, I think the pressure's gonna really catch up to them, like always. Niners gonna be down in the dumpies. Essentially, what you're saying is that you are back on the bandwagon. No, 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 no. I'm not back on. I was on another. I was actually on another nigga wagon for the last three years. But this is not a bandwagon. I am an actual Niners fan. Um, so I am just uh, what what some people like to say back on the dick. A bandwagoner. I am just back on my team. Oh, that's where I'm. Oh, are you saying that, you ready to start big stepping? Yeah, big stepper. I'm a big stepper. Uh, 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 moose feet, moose feet. I got moose feet the way I'm stepping these days. Stepping right back on with the Niners, and I'm happy about that. I'm happy for Big you. Stepping. Big stepping. But there's no bandwagon. I just want to make it clear to all the uh, high score 510 fans uh, that listen to my podcast. Um, I am not bandwagoner. I've been a Niners fan since the tender age of 
whenever Jared got molested. <laughs> oh, so you, so you, you talking about you, you out here doing like this? Hey, uh, uh, I'm big stepping. 49ers with me and we out here bitch pressing. Uh, uh, big flexing. Offense scoring and we got the big weapons. Uh, uh, big stepping. 49ers with me and we out here bitch pressing. Uh, uh, big flexing. Defense hitting and we got some big yeah, weapons. Yeah. Last year I said we finna make a run now. Yeah, they 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 made a run now. They ran through the Cowboys. Fuck y'all. But you know what? And then they ran into them. They ran into them Rams, Jerry. They ran into them the Rams. Rams, boy. They ran them into Lambs. them Rams. All right. Well, uh, Darius, I'm glad to hear that you spacked a big stepping on that bandwagon. But uh, y'all got to deal with the Cowboys this year. My team is the Cowboys. And I'm excited that the Cowboys have a terrible human being for our owner, Jerry Jones. They have an idiotic head coach that basically got ran out of Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers and his pretentious, attention-seeking self was tired of Mike McCarthy getting half or more of the credit for them being successful. They have a shitty O-line coach who don't know what the fuck they're doing. They have a 10-man at left tackle that decides to get injured. And they decided, hey, we're better at getting rid of some Pro Bowl caliber players so we can let some unproven players take over in their spot. So, you know... um, I'm looking forward to seeing all that shit blow up in their face. Um, I'm not actually looking forward to it, but it, it, if it proves me right, then I'm looking forward to it. If it proves me wrong, then I'll accept it. I'll take it for what it is. But, uh, yeah, the Cowboys, they have Cavante Turpin as a return man. That's probably their biggest offensive weapon because we know C.D. Lamb is not necessarily the man. I'm just going to put that out there, y'all. C.D. Lamb is not necessarily the man. Uh, he can prove it to me by doing something special this year. But I highly doubt he's going to do it to the levels that people want him to because when you lose a Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver that was taking a lot of um, coverage away from you and now all the coverage is on you, it becomes a little bit harder to be a number one when you have nobody else uh, that could even say that they've played more than 16 NFL games as a number two or three receiver. And I'll say this, all my fans who are like, CeeDee Lamb's so athletic, man, he's making all these acrobatic catches in camp last year, and, you know, not as much this year, but he's making all these acrobatic catches. I'm like, yes, you make acrobatic catches in camp. Why? Because nobody's hitting you. Oh, you can jump over people? Yes, because they're not going to slam you to the ground. They're not stripping the ball at your hand and making you fall after you catch it above them. In a real game last year, CeeDee Lamb, how many contested catches were you making jumping over people? Not that many. Very few. You, do y'all remember any times where he was mossing fools and he's being known for just mossing fools throughout the whole season? No, because when he jumped up there and try and moss him, he got slammed on the motherfucking ground and dropped the goddamn ball. He ain't no goddamn <laughs> Megatron. He ain't no DeAndre Hopkins. Okay? So, uh, and with his footwork drills I seen him doing this year, man, uh, I'm worried. Uh, let's hope the running game can get on par. He had that footwork, Jared. That footwork, Jared. Man, he looked like he had put cement. Uh, socks on when he was doing that footwork. The one thing I'm looking forward though, Cowboys fans, is our defense. The D line is deep. The linebacker crew looks like it could be really nice. They got Anthony Barr. I'm excited about that. And the secondary, they got a lot of young talent in the secondary. You get a nice pass rush though, your secondary can look a lot better than what it really is. So let's get that secondary uh, looking real clean and polished by get, keeping that pass rush going. Micah Parsons, um, I want to see all the different ways that he's coming from internal inside blitzes and off the edge just to wreak havoc hopefully against the opponents um but we'll see man so i'm excited anthony bar can do some of the things that he can do and uh, it'll give him a little more diversity on that defense side of the ball if the cowboys defense it becomes the identity of that team they can go far in the playoffs if the cowboys yep. defense is second fiddle and the offense is still the identity of the team something is probably not going to be working well and they might barely make the playoffs and probably be booted out against the niners or some other slub ass team 
um, in the first round. So, fingers crossed. Let's praise. Wow. You know what the problem with the Cowboys is, Jerry? Oh, what's up? The problem with the Cowboys is Jerry Jones is a guy that keeps looking in his rearview re- mirror. Right? Everything's about his rearview mirror. He's on the road driving for it, but he can't stop looking at his rearview mirror. He drafts C.D. Lamb. He keeps drafting people and hope they'll be Mike Worthing, right? He yeah. keeps drafting this. He, he overpaid Zeke because he's thinking he's going to be Emmett. And well, I got him and Dax. Dak are the same year. So, you know what? I got Zeke. So I got my Troy Aikman and my Emmett Smith. Now I got to get my, my 88, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he wants them to wear 88. Won't let them wear the number they want. He's like, no, you're going to be a next Cowboy. Great receiver. You got to wear 88. It's like, dude, stop being in the rearview. Everything's about the rearview. That's why he had, I saw the other day, Right, right. The day before the preseason game, they had some Cowboys award ceremony. What the mm-hmm. hell was that about, Jerry? You know, when it happens every year, Michael Irvin was presenting. They had like a goddamn red carpet for it. So these players coming with their wives. It's oh, I heard deal. about that. It was some event they were doing on first take also. I don't even know what it was. No, it wasn't. They showed it on first take. Yeah, but no, Stephen Stephen A. Smith, they were down there. Stephen A. Smith and them Stephen were all Stephen A. Smith was down there at, and Michael Irvin was on for, first take. Yeah. But that was a Cowboy event. I don't know. Honestly, the Cowboys I are all it. about that shit was a cowboy event. The Cowboys enter every season like it's a pro am game. It's all about building their brand and it showing is. off with like, hey man, we's here. And, and that's Y'all the point of Jerry Jones always looking in the rear view. At first he was looking at he was looking right in front of him, looking out the front windshield while driving. Right? He had good people in charge, good people drafting. But since then, everything's about what happened in the early nineties. And, and 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 cannot duplicate that early nineties. Instead of doing it like other way. teams, huh? And he can't get out of his own way. He can't get out of his own way because he keeps trying to reduplicate the nineties. That's why he keeps Emmett around. That's why he keeps Michael Irvin around. That's why, and he just he just keeps duplicating the nineties. And it's yeah. just not gonna work, dude. You gotta have forward thinking. He brings in these coaches that he wants to be more controlled over. Yeah, he's acting like it's the nineties. I, I I worry. Um, I'm, I'm hoping CD Lamb is as tight as they hope he is, but um, I doubt it, and uh, it's gonna be tough. So uh, look for Dalton Schultz to to have another solid season, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully this defense takes over. Defense takes over, they can do some. They can do some substantial. If not, it's gonna be a long season, y'all. A, ve- a long mediocre season. Uh, Nobody cares about CD Lamb. I just want to reiterate. The last person to care about C.D. Lamb was the girl on the couch trying to snatch his phone. Mm-hmm. And he took that shit back. <laughs> like, man, he got hands. He got quick hands. Um, all right. Well, AG3, you are a fan of the defending Super Bowl champions, the world champions, L.A. Rams. What are you most excited to see this season? I'm excited to see if they can get back to Super Bowl, maybe repeat. We haven't had a repeat in years since the Patriots. Uh, I'm happy to see if they might be able to do it. Hopefully, the injury bug don't hit them. I mean, you know, Rams are they got they they pattern of what they do and how they get better during the year and playing a lot of young players. They play a lot of young players, unlike the Lakers. They actually play a lot of young players. So I'm excited to see. Hopefully, Matthew Stafford elbow holds up and and these things. But you know, I'm going into it with positively, especially after what happened last year. You know, so, I mean, you know, with the Rams winning Super Bowl, I'm in a good mood. So, I want them to win. I want them to at least make the playoffs. You know, I can see, I see them. I'm picking them to make the playoffs. Hopefully get back to another Super Bowl. We'll see. If not, it's not the end of the world for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. And uh, what do you think about Aaron Donald uh, ripping off uh, Bengals helmets and swinging them at them? Uh, that's what happened when you put – why would you have two teams that are facing the Super Bowl 
have joint practices and play each other in preseason. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, this is the dumbest joint practice today. <laughs> yeah, out of all the teams to joint practice, like they'll never do a Niner Raider joint practice because they know what will happen there, right? So why the hell would you do these two teams that just faced off in the Super Bowl? Aaron Donald had two helmets. I don't know how the hell he got two people helmets. <laughs> but hey, man, that's what happened, <laughs> happened in practice. Oh, uh, yeah, that's just crazy. They say he's going to get disciplined for that. But you know what? I like the fight. Only be disciplined from the team. The league can't discipline in practice. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I like the fight though. That's that's what uh that's what I think the Cowboys need a little bit of. Somebody who's gonna be crazy and check the other team. And say I will fight you before you disrespect or think that you can. I will fight you in a practice, not even yeah. in a game. I will fight you in the ice bath after practice. That sounds like Jared's next girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you fight in the ice bath. Cutty Corner Shoutouts, Cutty Corner Shoutouts, Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the same way in the show where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, talk about something that's pissing them off, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner Shoutouts, Cutty Corner Shoutouts. It's time. It's, it's time. Cutty Corner. We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I meant what it meant. Gonna let you. Aaron, you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to uh, Big Poppy, David Ortiz. I like Big Poppy. I liked him as a player. Even when I didn't like the Red Sox, I always liked him, right? I don't like their fans, but they got some good people. And I like Big Poppy. And Big Poppy just went into the Hall of Fame by himself, by himself this past year. Nobody else went with him. Now, Big Poppy came up, you guys don't know this, two weeks ago when Fernando Tatis tested positive for steroids, right? And came up with this bullshit excuse of what he was taking, right? <laughs> and all that, the usual. The league announced he suspended 80 games, the rest of this season and part of next season. And Big Poppy came out and said, the league should have did a better job of protecting Fernando Tatis. He said, one, it shouldn't have been announced. It should have been kept in quiet and just let him be injured this whole year and start off next year and then come back. And then he said he don't think he should have been suspended. What kind of bullshit is this, Big Poppy? Right. And here's another thing. Big Poppy, why the hell are you talking? You in the Hall of Fame and you actually had a positive test off of a steroids. He had positive. Bonds and Clemens, who are way better players than Big Poppy. And not that Big Poppy. He's deserving of the Hall of Fame. Don't get me wrong. But there's some players that's not in that are better players than Big Poppy. And let me tell you this, Bonds and Clements have never test positive on a steroid test. Big Poppy had. When, when, they, when they first started testing steroids for their first ever test, they said, we're going to keep it anonymous and nobody's going to be uh, suspended. That was part of the whole deal. That's part of the whole big deal on why the players and the Players Association said yes. Now, the reason we knew Big Poppy tested positive is because somebody went in there and stole it and leaked all the information on who was positive. And he was one of them. And guess what? Nobody held it against them. Don't come out here trying to protect people and say stupid shit, Big Poppy. Because if anything, we turn our eyes. We like you. We say you could go to Hall of Fame, even though you tested positive for steroids. Bonds has it. Clements has it. Right. Yes, we have the allegations. Yes, we have the grand jury testimony. Right. But guess it. But nothing. They, they never been suspended from baseball. Neither has Big Poppy. Should he have been? Yes. A-Rod. Not in, probably won't make the Hall of Fame. Not in. Better player than Big Poppy. 
we could go down the list. Tons of players better than Big Poppy, but steroids hanging on them, which Big Poppy failed for steroids. We all know he was on roids because he went from Minnesota being an average that could maybe get you 18 home runs to all of a sudden hitting 40, uh, averaging 40 a year. So, Big Poppy, I like you, Big Poppy, but shut the fuck up. Pedro, do you have a cutie corner shout out? Yeah, it's a two part. Um, this is the reason why dudes get away with rape pretty much because of women like Holly Madison from the Real Housewives, I guess. I don't know what. No, she was, she was from uh, the Bunnies Next Door. Bunnies Next Playmates, Door. Playmates one? Next Door. She Bunnies was one of Hugh Hefner's three girlfriends that year. Okay, and she was talking about how she was trying to make it into Hollywood. And I got this off, I think it was on Angela Yee's uh, rumor report. The same typical, well, I wanted to make it in Hollywood. So I thought uh, I can go into Hollywood to the Playboy Mansion and find my way into... Uh, acting or whatever she do, I don't know what type of talent she is or what she thought she. Uh, she had this. She had this great talent, Pedro. She could wear a blouse and open it up and show her tits. Okay, and then she then she had the nerve to complain talking about. Well, the other girls were there. They were putting things in my drinks. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I felt like I just blacked out when the other girl told Hugh Hefner to get on top of me. Bitch, you knew exactly what was going on. You knew what you was there to do. You knew you was trying to take advantage of the situation. And you wanted to power trip on off of being you helping this boyfriend. You are around a bunch of Hollywood folks that do cocaine and, and have sex. That's exactly how Magic Johnson got HIV. Because he was around a lot of Hollywood people. There's a lot of girls. And they played around in that realm, and they they had sex. It's Hollywood. It's cocaine. It's showbiz. And you acting like you was a victim. Bitch, please. The other part of the cutting quarter shout-out, this is why we need to cut the culture of football. This is how girls get raped. This is why you can't don't get a fair trial, because you got fools like Paul Ariza, but it's like this and that culture. That whole thing. <laughs> Damn, uh, Raven folks need to. You need to break that. That's why there's no balance in the courts when when innocent women get uh, sexually assaulted, and uh, they get gang raped. And you think this this shit is cool? It's all because of chicks like Holly Madison lying about. Um, how she was a, uh, a victim and she knew what she was going there and do. This is why Deshaun Watson got off. If if anything was, uh, anything that could be proven against him, this is why it didn't stick because of hoes like Holly Madison. Just in there lying her ass off. Women like this, y'all y'all need to, if y'all want to go after somebody, don't go after dudes, go after hoes like this. You tramp. Well, there we are. We don't have to ask anybody else. We got that from the source. <laughs> there, there you are. Doris, do you have a shout out? I don't know how to go after that. That's that's how you get canceled. Oh, no, that was <laughs> wild. 
My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to uh, Ray Skeeter King and AG3. So, as y'all know, we got a fantasy draft coming up, and uh, we got some people like, man, really pressing and lobbying to make it a money league and all this, that, and the other. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to stop y'all from making a money league. If y'all want to do it, I'll do it. I don't prefer it, but if you guys really want to do it and everyone else, wants, everyone else wants to do it, I'll go along with it. But I was told $20. So everything's like, you know what? I, I accepted the terms of $20. I had said, you know what? I'm good with that if that's what's going to be. And so, you know, a couple days ago, we get a text from Aaron talking about, hey, everyone, remember the fees are this. Uh, send me, I got Zelle, I got Cash App, and I got uh, Venmo. Holla at me. It's $25. And I didn't read very closely, but then when I realized it was $25 a day later, I was very upset. And Rayon, the biggest coon of them all, is going to sit here and be like, no, man, ain't nobody ever tell you it's $20. Even though I specifically remember him on Call of Duty in the chat on PlayStation 4, sitting there talking about, man, why don't you want to make it a money? It's only $20, man. $20 ain't nothing to you. You a big baller, right, Jerry? Trying to glaze me up, trying to make me want to join the league, right? <laughs> talking about $20. And then he going to be like, a couple days later, after I, you know, raised my, my concerns and disgust of the price being different than what it was promoted at, Okay, that's like me trying to go to the night. That'd be like me going to a neighborhood heavy concert. And, they, and the whole time, they were like, man, man, it's 15 bucks to get in. 15 bucks to get in. All of a sudden, I show up. They're like, nah, man, it's $20 to get in now. It's like, no, no, I brought $15 because I'm not drinking in this shitty venue that's going to serve me some sugary drinks. I'm not buying no merch because I ain't got no money that I feel like spending on nobody's merch with another dude's face on a shirt for me. Okay, I'm here with my $15. That's my change from the burrito I just ordered to go into this $15 show. And now you're going to tell me it's 20 Nigga, please. So to AG3 for changing the price after telling me it was going to be 20 and to Rayon for being one of the biggest lobbyist motherfuckers on Fox News, going to be like, oh, I never said it with no tweet. I never said nothing about the money. So AG3, Rayon, y'all two ain't shit. Lying, misrepresenting, deceiving me. Uh, and to join a league that is costing more than what it was previously stated as. Niggas. Oh, shit. <laughs> you gonna be bad about this, Jared. You got the first pick of the draft. Fuck! Jordan is on SNL playing Big Poppy, defending Fernando Tatis. What would Michael B. Jordan do, AG3? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm my Michael B. Jordan, and I'm playing uh, Big Poppy with Uncle. Yeah, that's right. This Big Poppy here, Big Poppy, Big Poppy, a a a black a a Fernando Tatis. Tell your grandma to cook me up some of that Mufungo and tell it. And tell her, don't worry, just meet me at Fruitvale Station because I'm going to take Bart to get there. And when I get there, tell your grandma, tell your grandma, please, 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 venga, venga, venga. I'm going to take this for Funko off your hands. <laughs>